Thank you for joining us. We are your hosts, Maxim Shalopa and David Tuning. We welcome you to this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell stories and learn from listening. guys hello <laughs> awesome right this is so, so cool so i'm i adore you oh, lots of people adore you um and uh and i can't get wait to get into like why that is and if that's important to you yeah, but i mean sure. i think i think maybe we should start by just sort of with a little catch up like a little telling the audience you know who you are and who's in your family and what makes up your family. And then we can talk about, you know, all kinds of things. Okay, cool. So um, I'm Norbari, of course. Um, and I have my mom and dad, Ricky and Angie. They, they've been living here. We've been living in the United, well, my parents have been living in the United States for over 20, 30 years. Um, mm-hmm. My parents had an arranged marriage. Um, my mom actually moved here when she was 19 and my dad moved here when he was nine. Oh, okay. Which is, so, so from where? From India, okay. um, so my both in North, northern India, um, and then <clears throat> they grew up here. So like we've been here for a while, um, but my whole entire family lives here now. Like my extended family and everything. Um, I have a little sister, Simmer. She's in seventh grade. Um, we're we're total opposites. We but we love to talk. We, that, that's <laughs> the only common thing that we have is we okay. love to talk. Right. Um, my and then my mom is actually pregnant right now with a baby boy who we don't know the official name yet, but it's in the works. Um, and she's due in November, so that's the that's the immediate family, but I have family in Coopersville, Grand Rapids, and all over the states. Cool, So, but you said, so you have lived in Spring Lake your mm-hmm. whole life? Like, were you born? Where were you born? I was born in California, um, okay. Sacramento. I moved here when I was four or five-ish. Okay, and then do you have lived. even any memory of Sacramento? Actually, yeah, a I have little? a lot of actually oh. memory. Because I visited there the other, this summer, and I had like this flashback of a flood of memories. Cool. And it was just the coolest thing ever. Cool. Do you still have family there in Sacramento? Yeah. Is that why you my, went back? My dad's two sisters live there. Oh, my dad's okay. the youngest of six, so okay. his two sisters still live, live there. Cool. And so an ar- arranged marriage? Mm-hmm. Like, no. can you talk about so, how that went for your parents? Um, my parents actually only knew each other for, I think, maybe three weeks before they got engaged. Wow. wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, wow. they, my dad flew to India to see my okay. mom. And my dad was like, my, da- my dad's super respectful about women and stuff. So he's like, I don't want to pick and choose someone. Like, he was totally against it. He was like... Uh-huh. Um, I want to see this person and I'm just going to talk to her. And like the whole family was there and they, they talked and he was like, I'm not going to go pick and choose girls. So this is, this will be my wife. Like, I'm not going to go look out for a girl. And he's like, I would, I would be willing to marry her. And my mom was like, okay, I'm willing to marry him. And three weeks later they got engaged. Amazing. (laughs) And how how much longer after that, uh, did they get married? Um, I think it was like she came here on a fiance visa. Okay. So, so that they got married in the States mm-hmm. and um I think it was only like maybe a year at most huh. that they knew each other and they got married. 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and and how many years has that been? How long it's have they been, been married? It's been 18 years. 18 years 18 married, years. 18 years. And, I mean, happy. and Happily married, yeah. They're awesome. I always love <laughs> running into them, uh, you know, around Because they could talk town, up a storm. <laughs> around town. Yeah, I like that. I like that. In their, in their time, and I swear we'll get to you soon oh no but, no but in their time here they've owned a bunch of business mm-hmm. i mean they're business owners yeah they're business That's owners what they, they do and they owned the party store down the street and now they own other like various uh things like my dad is a part of a trucking company now okay with pfizer and he does them and we have my dad has other side businesses as well yeah okay cool amazing so nor i mean i i know so the thing i that maybe got you to the table or got, you know, Mm -hmm. that we said, oh, this would be cool to understand is you're this year's first Rotary Student Mm -hmm. of the Month. Isn't that right? Yes. So congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) First of all. And um, it was funny because I'm going to, I'm going to call, call you. I'm not calling you out really, but you were like, when you first heard word, I was like, Oh, that's amazing. You're like, yeah, thank you. And it is amazing. But what is it? Yeah. I have no idea what it was. Tell us then, uh, one more time, the Rotary Scholarship is is academic, just, yes, but it's something. It's else. not it's, just academics. Right. They stated it was just someone who's who's there for sports. They've made an impact in the school. Like they're very involved. And personally, like I I didn't know that until like the teachers told me that like I was so involved in the school. Like there was a point where I was just I felt that it was just like a part of my daily routine to be doing all these things. And then when teachers came up to me, they're like you are just beyond what most students do. I was like, oh, like, this isn't normal. <laughs> <laughs> it is not normal how involved you are. So can you talk about some of that involvement? Like, how are you involved and what do, what do you think people were? So, uh, by the way, uh, this is an award that's given um, by the staff. So mm-hmm. the staff is the one that we get um, reached out. Uh, they, they reach out to staff. We give some ideas of who... Um, we think has just been really great in the school, good for spirit, it, spirit, but also like, yes, academics mm-hmm. matters. I mean, we want to make sure they're good students, but leadership. I mean, basically, it's like leadership, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, anyway, so I think you do that. So how, why does – so can you tell us how you're involved? I guess that's maybe a good place to start. Yeah, so um, I'm in a various amount of clubs. I, I'm in Be Nice, Interact. Um, girl up there's a student athletic leadership team called salt and we were like the students of the like of the athletics like we talked to mr hogan and other administrators about how we want to change this like the school aspect of sports how we want more inclusiveness and that's where actually me and mr tooney were talking about the hype club and that's what we're, we're trying to get more students together so that's in the works yeah um and then also I, I just bring a, I feel like I'm a very spirited person, so I bring a lot of spirit. Um, I, I, I'm on student council. I've been in student council for three years. Um, I was president my fresh, my, I think my sophomore year. Um, fre- and freshman year, I was treasurer. And then junior year, I didn't do it. And then my senior year, um, I am secretary. So cool. I, I, the, just the, the general being a leader is, I guess, a big part of everything. Cool. So I know we've talked about a little bit in um, the publications class, but do you want to explain um, what the Hype Club is then that you're trying to start? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Hype Club is basically 
Um, we get so much on football and soccer and these big school sports, but we really want to focus on the sports that there's sports are overall so valuable to us, but to the po- there's a point where some, some sports don't get as much recognition. I think, mm-hmm. I think we've, we talked about that. Um, and we want, so what our plan is to divide and conquer. We want, so the, the salt team has about, tw- about 24 kids, um, um, about three to four for each grade. Um, and that we want to break the, break those kids down and each indiv- individually we would get that those group of kids and then get more kids and then go to these events and then they would bring their friends, like talk about it. And then eventually it would just be like a ripple effect and we would get more kids to more sports. The trigger of this was, um, I was with in a luncheon with Mr. Bush and I talked about how the Spring Lake girls basketball team, uh, one of our biggest games of, of like the, it was a district championship. And there was, I think there was only about like 40 kids for this huge title. And we talked about how the, there was an imbalance of if this was, if this was a boys game, there would have been a lot more people than mm-hmm. if, but it's a girls game and there wasn't. So that's where it really triggered. And we wanted to make all school sports more inclusive. Yeah. I mean, I think like if you go, you know, I think nobody goes to golf. Yeah. For example. Yeah. I mean, okay. Uh, like maybe a boyfriend of a golfer yeah. or something like that. But, you know, nobody's going to that. I think that, um, well, Max, I mean, uh, to be honest with you, you were like, hey, the one team, one Laker night for the play got like one student. We had to and, one single and, student. And so it's like, yeah, the hype, you know, a, a, a hype club, if it happens, would would be more focused about what the events are, when they're coming, who's going, how can we get, you know, more than uh, one person. Mm-hmm. And, and that's true of, you know, all the, like, swim. I mean, swimming is a loud sport. Like, you can be loud at swimming, right? You got to yeah. be kind of quiet at golf. You got to be kind of quiet mm-hmm. at tennis. But you can be loud at swimming. I mm-hmm. mean, once the, you know, once they start, you can go. And it's just like, I think people don't, realize it don't quite give it that that time so that that's kind of what we're talking about right yeah i think that's it's it's in the works it's definitely yeah. gonna be a work in progress yeah for sure um so what sports do you play nora what um okay so my i played volleyball um for two years i played till junior year um and then i have played basketball and lacrosse since since i was little yeah. but um same as volleyball but i stopped my junior year and then Basketball and lacrosse, I have played all four years as well as when I was younger. Um, and, yeah, basketball and lacrosse. <laughs> cool. Yeah, cool. And then so academics, strong, um, sports, strong. But I, I do think, like, the leadership is your, uh, like, superpower. So one, I guess I have two-part question. One is, like, where did you learn? Like, what does leadership mean to you, mm-hmm. you know? And then where did you learn that? I mean, that has to be, you know, somewhere you learned the value of leadership. So yeah. well, let's just start what it means to you to like be a, like, do you see yourself as a leader or not really? I mean, how's that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Personally, um, I do see myself as a leader, but I just realized that in like the past couple of years, um, I've always had like this urge to make do once do something that's one step ahead. Like I've always wanted to do more than what was needed. And I feel like that's what really set me to like off the edge. Like I always feel the need to do more than what's needed basically. So like personally as my, as a leader now, like I try to make 
make sure everyone's included. I try to like help everyone. I try, I overall just try to do what's best for everyone. And I think that's always been my intention. And that's deeply rooted from my parents. My parents have always taught me that like, you should always do good for everyone. My dad personally said that everyone's gonna remember the bad things that you said in life, mm. but never the good things that you said in life. Mm. So I've actually li- lived by that. Like, I, if I feel like I did someone wrong, I would approach it right away. Like, mm. if I felt that need, I was mean to someone or something came off wrong, like the next day I would text them or be like, approach them and be like, hey, like, I didn't mean it that way. Or like, because, like, who knows? Like, what they felt in that moment. And I wouldn't want that to be an everlasting thing. So I feel like that's what helps me be a leader is because I address things when they're, when they're needed to be addressed. So it sounds like that's happened. Mm-hmm. Do you mind sharing a story where you go, oh, I need to, I didn't say that well, or I didn't do that well, and I need to address mm-hmm. it. Could, do you mind sharing a so time like, in your life? On that? Like in everyday, like high school life, like we say things and like, like, recently we've need to be more careful about how we say things and um and it's just like slang and we say things and there was a time where I said something that was I didn't mean it that way and I I said it and then I thought about I was like wait what if this person thought it was that I they took it, it was in, like toward a friend or something or like, it was something I, like, online like I, it, it was toward, toward like one of my good friends but like we weren't that close yeah. like at that point and I was like I don't want them to think anything of that like didn't mean it that way so the next day like it was just passing and I was like hey like I did I did not mean what I said that way like I'm, I'm super sorry and they took it and comes to find out they they did take it to heart yeah. and um I was ha- I was glad that I went up to them and, and I cleared things up because I I wouldn't want them to think that I was ever hurting them the power of an apology, mm-hmm. really. And I mean, your parents have actually, so I would say that's the strength of a, of a leader is mm-hmm. the ability to know, recognize I've done something wrong and then to apologize for that. Yes. Uh, you, and you learn that, you, you would say, from your parents. For sure, 100% yeah. from my parents. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how do you... You know your 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 future plans. How do you hope to you hope to use this? Mm-hmm. Like all these leadership skills you have. I mean, what what's the plan for the future? So currently, my plan is to go into um, medical school, um, but that's down the road. There's so many twists and turns with mm-hmm. colleges, as Max knows. There's there's a whole like life that we need to plan when we're 18, and it's so hard to manage right now but um right now I'm planning to major in psychology and um and I think that comes from being able to interact with so many people Mm -hmm. um like me being able to read that read the room read someone's energy comes with being able to like lead the room Mm -hmm. if that makes sense um Mm -hmm. I think that psychology really has really will help me and like has helped me understands people's like emotions how like how they feel or um overall just like how someone is and look deeper into it rather than just reading their face mm-hmm. so i think so, and i want to minor in business of course because my, my parents that which has helped me um but i think psychology will help me when i pursue the medical field as having a relationship with my patients and specifically i want to go into pediatrics and because cool. i love working with children so um i think being able to to have a relationship with the kids is 
something important. Yeah. Have you worked with kids in your, like, uh, either at jobs or at, like, have you? I had do that babysit, experience? yeah. Oh, you babysit. I babysit, yeah. and, okay, I, cool. and I think that's it's the coolest thing. You like it. <laughs> and so some people get really, like, irritated with little kids and, like, anno- like get super annoyed. Mm-hmm. But, like, personally, I think it's. It's like the circle of life. Like we were that at one point. So like, like nor annoying, <laughs> a little, like a little kid. Would no. you? <laughs> um, but um, sometimes, like yes, they cry and it's gonna get obnoxious. Like my mom, my mom is pregnant and I'm probably gonna get annoyed with the baby crying at three in the morning. Like that's inevitable. But nor I can't. Oh my gosh, yes, it's good. I can't wait for those st- stories. Uh, I know. I'm, You're I'm, gonna come into publication. Toonie, you'll never believe. <laughs> <laughs> you never believe the baby puked on me. <laughs> but no, I'm excited. I think, I think babies and like um, young adults are just probably the most fascinating things ever. So then, Nora, I'm curious. So I myself also work with the children in the theater. So I'm working with a lot of kids at a mm-hmm. time. And so, you know, I've got a lot of that, those same experiences. What is it about kids then that you just love so much and you're like, we want to make that part of your future? Because I know for me, I like working with the kids. But it's not that it's only, you know, four weeks of the year. I don't need any more than that. That's good, <laughs> you know. Um, what I think is, so, what you said was so cool about, like, working with kids is that you're gonna, going to have, like, an everlasting impact on these kids, which I think is, like, if, if you think about, like, your, your kindergarten teacher, you probably will remember her for, the, like, for the rest of your life. Like, she was or he was the first person who, like, helped you learn. Like, I, like, personally, I'm never going to forget Mr. Tooney. Like ever, like no. but, like I went to I went to Europe with with Mr. Tooney and he's my been my publication teacher. Unfortunately, I never had him as an English teacher, but like we've grown this bond. So like, yeah. an educator I feel or like someone who has a higher authority will always leave an impact in your life. So I feel that working with little kids, you're gonna leave this everlasting impact, and it should, hopefully it would be in a positive way. In my case, mm-hmm. if I pursue the medical field. Um, I would leave a positive impact in their life because I would be helping them just just as much as an educator or like because they're always leaving an impact in it. They're always helping you to pursue what you want in the future. Cool. I don't know, Norm. Maybe maybe education is the. Oh, oh I don't want to convince you. I don't want to <laughs> sway you away from your um, your pediatrician uh, path. But maybe. well, who maybe. knows? There's who knows? a there's a lot to learn along the way, isn't there? Mm-hmm. So. Um, so what, uh, so, so you've got, um, basketballs around the corner Mm -hmm. and then, um, here comes graduation. You'll have a little baby brother. Sounds like you've got like quite quite a life, uh, coming up here. So, um, what, what else, uh, well, I, I take that back with, I'm kind of going back here. With the student of the month, mm-hmm. what come like? Do you get something for that? So I get a really cool parking space, which is <laughs> so fun. Awesome. Like it saves me actually three minutes in the morning that I get to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what you're you get a luncheon at the um, country club. Has that happened yet? Um, I I was actually busy. I went to MSU for osteo oh. scholars, <laughs> so I wasn't able to go. But mine they rescheduled mine for the twenty eighth oh, of, nice. of October. And oh. then I'm going to take my parents and they just, they recognize you in front of oh, everyone. Sweet. So, which, which I'm excited for. I get to get sweet. called out of school. <laughs> o- Osteo Scholars? Osteo Scholars. What is that? Um, it's, a, it's an outside program. It's um, through Trinity Health. Um, it's, it's a DO program, which is a doctor of osteopathy. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a program to help you get your feet wet for like the medical field and 
and they help you just but yeah they basically help you get your feet wet in the medical field teach you what me- medical field is like you get to meet doctors meet re- like re- residents you get to meet people who are actually like taking like their tests right now their exams mm, cool. and you get to ask like one-on-one questions and they help you with your application and the, there's Jeez, like a neat. lifelong connection to have awesome where is that where um, is that it's in muskegon happening? okay and that, uh, next to Tr- near trinity health um, oh it's cool. ran through the meetings are at mcc okay but um it's ran through trinity health. that's awesome what mm-hmm. a cool experience how did you get involved in that or hear about that or so my really good friends sarah sevner emma nichols anna mclean they're mm-hmm. they're all part of it okay and when i told them that i moved away from business because my mm-hmm. my original thought was i'm gonna be sure. a, um be an entrepreneur yeah um and then looking into that, the, all the risk factors kind of scared me. So I mm. leaned my way to something that's more stable and um, that yeah. I can have more security in. And um, they're like, Nora, like you should do this, um, this uh, not a club, but like this program. Uh-huh. And and I was like, oh, that's so cool. So I sent this email um, to her name is Charlene Dubois. And okay. I, I, said, I was like, Hey, like, is there a way I could still join? I was actually late. I didn't mm-hmm. know about it till after. And she's like, yeah, of course. So I sent it oh, my trans- sent in my transcript. I sent an email why I would want to do it. And then you get accepted and you get to go to M- MSU. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. MSU for like um, a day kind for, of thing? Yeah, for a and day. And what are they, that's neat. What are they doing there? So we started our, our day off by with suturing. We learned how to do some cool. stitches. Um, and osteopathy is the the city of um, healing the mind, body, and spirit. Okay. It's not technically medicine. It's just uh-huh. healing. Uh-huh. Um, and they teach you how to, like, feel things. Um, they taught you, like, the basics of, like, basically, osteopathy. It's overall, you can go into any field. You cool. can go to pediatrics. You can go to um, neuroscience. But it's more hands-on. Cool. So they taught us how to, like, feel the spine, um, feel, um, like know your like your basically your anatomy of the body, and they take you through like day by like they take 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 you hour by hour like throughout the body. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a great program. I yeah, mean, it was super it, cool. Really neat, and hopefully other people. That's a bunch of schools. Like, are you in that yeah. class with a bunch of kids there's, from other schools? Mm-hmm. There's kids from all the way up Th- north. That's one of the neat come. things too. I really like that a lot too. So. Um, awesome. Nora, is there, have, have we left anything out like, what's it, what else is going on in your life that, mm. uh, need, geez, family, new family members, new family. osteopathy, college. Oh my gosh. You're busy. Rotary student of the mm. month. Yeah. The, I think my, my life is just is super busy. Um, and you like it that way. I, I do feel that if my life wasn't busy, I wouldn't feel fulfilled. Like I feel like to have a busy schedule, I feel like I'm doing more and more learning more and more every day and i just feel that i think that's my way of living like i need to have more things on my plate to to pursue more things in life i guess that's my philosophy cool cool max any questions before we get to the last i think i'm good all right uh max is going to do the honors of the last my favorite part (laughs) so i assume you've watched the podcast before right yes yeah okay so you know what's coming then so um, we have a tradition at the end of every podcast episode. And mm-hmm. It's a little question we like to ask um, our interviewee, Sir Norm. <laughs> our question to you is, if you could give one piece of advice to anyone and everyone listening here, what would that be? Um, I think my piece of advice would be, no matter how much someone may have hurt you or um, 
or that you think bad about someone, try to find the good in people. Um, because at the end of the day, everyone makes mistakes. I feel that if you shouldn't do anyone wrong, that's my way of living. If someone is mean to you, think about why they were mean to you. Um, growing up, like middle school, everyone knows I was actually bullied seventh and eighth grade. Um, shout out to Mr. Hyde. He, he had, he had my back and he helped me through it. Um, and I think that's where, where I learned to keep my head up high. Yeah. Um, and from, from that moment on, I learned that people are going to be mean regardless, but if you keep true to yourself, then you, everyone will eventually see the good in you. And I think by senior year, everyone has realized that I try not to do anyone wrong. And it's finally coming out that I, I see the good in people. And I, I highly thank my parents for that, to teach me to keep my head up high, see the good in people. So anyone that's listening, I recommend just to see the good in people and see, think about what people, why that person did something. Yeah. Before, before you react. Yeah. Um, nor I, I rarely, if ever, have done this, but, like, you were bullied. It, so so if, uh, was what was going on there? What was um, that? Seventh and eighth grade, um, the normal friend drama and all okay. that. Um, okay. And it was just, since I'm Indian, um, mm. I'm a Sikh from northern India. That's my religion. And there there was kids that didn't want me to be part of su- – part of a, of, of a group and they said mean things about me and in regards to <clears throat> that in re- regards religion and religion just me being myself being just out there yeah kind of effort, kind of really just, social and yeah yeah whatever. just being that social that particularly yeah whatever bubbly or not quite what they were right? yeah and yeah, okay. um they thought that middle they, school stuff yeah they saw that in a negative way and i i personally took it really uh, to heart and my dad who moved here when he was nine, um, didn't speak English that well. Mm. Um, he went through the same thing. Yeah. So he was like, you're going to get through it. He's like, if you do good by everyone, everyone will do good by you. And I was like, dad, like, I can't like it. This is so hard. I came home crying every day. Mm. And, um, there was a lot of factors going outside, um, with my, like, with just like at home stuff. And mm. like, I was just so overwhelmed with everything. And I was like, I, I, I can't do it. And um, my dad was like, just, you have to p- keep a smile. Fake mm. it till you make it. Mm. Like, like everything will be okay, like, in the end. Mm. And keep your head up high and do good by everyone and everything will fall in your way. And I think, I think that's what has taught me to be a leader because at the end of the day, you can, if you, if you are yourself, then, then you don't need to prove anything and six years later uh student of the month and kind of <laughs> and kind of crushing it so i think you've uh i always tell students and i th- i believe it to be true that if they can maintain in those hard times mm-hmm. their self-worth which is not easy of mm-hmm. course but if they can maintain their self-worth uh through those hard times by the time they are older and kids mature a bit Mm -hmm. then um there's something that like reveals itself it's almost like people respect it like whoa you were able to somehow be yourself through all of that it's Mm -hmm. almost like people get drawn to that and i think that's what what has happened with you nor you stayed true and people are really drawn to that uh that Mm -hmm. part of people so thanks Nora, for being on thank you thanks for having me 
that's it for this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast. Follow us at Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Twitter at the Share Chair, and be sure to listen on our Spotify and SoundCloud or on our website, sharechairpodcast.com. This has been the Share Chair Podcast. Until next time.